Welcome to the Exit Velocity Fantasy Baseball Podcast. My name is Brent. As always, I'm here with Jordan. How are we doing this evening? Happy Sunday. How are things on your end? Good. Besides losing to the last place team this week, everything is just fantastic. Just living the dream. Both a bunch of L's this week. Um, Yeah, it's not cool when you lose, but uh, I just was unlucky, I would say, this week. My yeah, team also I mean, played like my team also just played like trash, but I uh, even told my opponent that I was gonna run the uh, ERA whip and K nine route, but then I end up still pitching Giolito even though I didn't like the thoughts of it, and uh, yeah, then I didn't run that route and I got and I just got screwed. So yeah. that's how it worked out. That's how it works. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough year in our league for me. Uh, I don't know what to do at this point. Probably going to have to sell. But there's hope coming because there's a lot of trades starting to happen. Stroman just got traded, so that's exciting. Yeah, Sergio Romo got dealt yesterday. I don't know if he's going to end up getting any saves or holds. I don't really know how that's going to play out with the Twins. But um, I guess we'll have to see what happens. And it's early on, nearing the end of this trade deadline. But there are many moves still yet to be made. So, yeah, we'll get well later in the show. We'll talk about what Sergio Romo's impact for the Twins and all that's going to happen. But first, we're going to go like what we always do: that we have the top ten, top ads, uh, guys where we think might land tr- uh, before the trade deadline, and then our top two starts of the week. All right, you ready? Let's get it rolling. Take a guess who's number one this past week. I mean, I just know, so it's I can't really guess. Just you could just, I mean, I, I got the list in front of me. So Nelson Cruz, <laughs> Nelson Cruz, Nelson. Yeah, unreal. The guy in our league was actually trying to sell him hardcore before his three home run game, and then since then he's just been absolutely ridiculous. I think he went ranked from like one fifty to fifty this past week. Yeah, I think uh, – I mean, I don't know if it took the three-home run game to stop the uh, pecking order for trades or, like, fielding trades. But, um, yeah, he's definitely red hot. So, I mean, he's got seven home runs in a week, which is pretty darn nice. Yeah, I mean, that'll win you a week right there if you have anything else around him. Yeah. I would just say the only – obviously the most unappealing factor is that he plays just util, but that's nothing, you know. Yeah, especially when you get that out of that position. Yeah, exactly. All right, at number two, the next couple guys we have listed here finally have shown some life. And at number two, it's Paul Goldschmidt. He, I feel like he's starting to do this every year. He starts off so bad, and then he wakes up. Yeah. He, I mean, this is actually his latest hot streak. I mean, this is pretty darn late to have something like this happen. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, it's like five or six games straight that he had a home run and he has 13 RBIs as well this past week. And I think from now out, he's probably going to be a top 30 player from now to the end of the year. Just because, I mean, he's hitting right in the middle of that lineup, and they're playing. The whole lineup's playing well now. 
Yeah, I mean, what he had what seven games in a row with a home run this week? I think it was five or six. I don't think it was seven. Six. Six. Yeah, his streak ended today. So okay. Well, yeah, that definitely revitalized his season. Yeah, yes, it did. It's gonna help bring his value back up. And I mean, if I was guys that owned him, I would probably sell him because he'll probably do the same thing next year. He'll start off cold and then buy him right before, right at the all-star break. <laughs> do the same thing every year. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, I mean, the guy in our league won't sell him. Uh, definitely was patient. So that's good. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I wouldn't have been this patient, but no. uh, it's nice to see him actually turn things around. But yeah, uh, much like bunch like the next guy we're going to talk about. Yeah. Jose Ramirez. Oh my goodness. Finally. Like, this is where people this is what people expected out of him for a whole year he's finally producing. Yeah, and if you were were able to buy low and believe you are achieving. And I played a guy like Jose Ramirez this week and uh he did work on me. But uh yeah, if you were able to buy low, it was a great ballsy move. Um but I'm sure not many people actually did. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have no faith in him, to be honest, because he's been bad for so long. Yeah. All right, at number four, we got his teammate, Francisco Lindor. And this is probably the reason why the Cleveland Indians are only two games back of the Minnesota Twins right now. That's because these two guys are performing well. Yeah, they are the heart and soul of that offense. And when they are hot, so is the whole team. Um, much as we mentioned before, I can't imagine until Corey Kluber comes back, they're going to be real, real difficult to play yeah. against. But uh, Lindor, solid week this week. Um, three home runs, eight RBIs, stellar. But that's yeah. what's, what's to be expected. I'm sure we've already talked about him in the weeks previous, but uh, heart and soul, Mr. Smiles. So. Yep. All right, at number five, Jonathan Villar. He's we haven't seen him on this list yet, and we haven't talked about him much. But he had four stolen bags this week, and I believe he had three in one game. That long game he had. Yeah, Jonathan Villar. I played against, had the luxury of doing so. Uh, he had five stolen bases against me this week. I ended up putting up a goose egg in stolen bases, so he single handedly beat uh, took that category from me. Most surprising is that his OPS was 924 on the week. Jeez. And he scored, and he yeah. scored 10 runs and uh, hit three home runs. On the year, he has 13. So that's yeah, quite, yeah, the third, that's the third quite, of them this week. <laughs> that's quite the accomplishment to do so in one week. But um, still 90% on in the leagues. People are patient. He was another guy I faced, obviously. But it uh, wasn't, the, wasn't the week to face the guy like that. So Yeah. Yep. All right. At number six, we got Ronald Acuna Jr. I think this guy is going to be as good as Mike Trout, if not better. He is special. He is the one and only. Um, actually exited the game for precautionary reasons today. Hopefully it doesn't seem like it's just considered day-to-day, nothing too serious. Uh, but yeah, on the year, he's just stout, six, ranked sixth overall, stealing bags like every other day. Yeah. And uh, the 295 average, he's just rock solid. One of the top dynasty guys, keeper guys in baseball right now. And he's just continuing to prove himself. So I'd like to see him up here, I'd like to talk about him. 
got a bright future. Yeah, he is special. At number seven, Asher Wojciechowski. Is that how you say that last name? He did good. I'm impressed. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, Wojciechowski. Yeah, it's, he had 14 innings pitched this past week and two qualities out of a Baltimore Orioles pitcher. That's about as rare as rain in Dayton, Ohio these days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, if you had him, great, right? Streaming option for the week and a stellar couple starts. Not really sure if that's going to be uh, continuing, but I mean, obviously you'd, you'd uh, believe in him after having one solid week with consecutive uh, quality starts. So uh, yeah. I guess we'll see what, the, what lies ahead for him, but he is uh, available in a lot of leagues. So uh, not many people had their roster or had him rostered this week. He's currently owned only 15% in Yahoo. So uh, you can still stream him this upcoming week if you need him. Um, but yeah, he is still available and his first or his one start this week is, is against Toronto. So I mean, and his back-to-back starts, he provided seven innings in each start. And his whip was microscopic, and he provided a solid K-9. So, I mean, he's definitely worth the appeal in Toronto, or against Toronto. So Yes. All right, at number eight, another Oreo. Speaking, of, We had three Oreos on this top ten this past week. I don't know if they're actually winning these games. I haven't really been paying attention because I don't care about the Oreos. But it's pretty cool to have three Oreos on the top ten. Yeah, that's the that's the most success they've had all year. Yeah, he's <laughs> getting three fantasy, getting three baseball players in the fantasy top ten of the previous week. Mm-hmm. And Renato Nunez is the guy at eight. Uh, I actually had him in the beginning of the week, then I dropped him. Don't know why, but I assumed he was going to cool down, which I think he will. But he's a good guy to own. Yeah, he's a guy we've talked about. Been in the top ten a couple times this year. Mm-hmm. Had a real hot streak, much like this. I mean, maybe he'll be here again. Um, currently ranked in uh, the top 150 on the year. So he's got 25 home runs. So that's obviously uh, a solid number, but uh, home runs are easily easy to grab this year. So Yes, they are. Home runs are easy to grab, and good pitching is scarce as ever. Yep. Uh, at number nine, we got Garrett Cole. Uh, you traded him away two weeks ago, I believe. And are you regretting that trade yet? Uh, I really didn't really want to trade him, but um, my offense just needed some help. And by acquiring Xander Bogarts for Garrett Cole, I just thought it was the right move. Even with the depth at shortstop this year, uh, I don't know. I just went with my gut. Um, I took a chance, but Garrett Cole is my favorite pitcher in baseball, and he yeah. just, con- just continues to be lights out. Always been a Garrett Cole fan. Curious to see what happens, where he ends up next year, what's what his future, what what his future looks like. But um, yeah, he's a machine, man. Uh, I I think he's one of the top three pitchers in baseball right now, and he's currently my favorite. So. Yes, I think he – I mean, he strikes – he's the first guy to 200 strikeouts, I believe, this year. And I think he's still only 28 or 29, so he's got probably a good – I mean, if he pitches as well as Max Scherzer, he's got a good 10 years left almost. is <laughs> yeah. not 38, but, yeah, he's got – he's definitely got some years left under his belt, and uh, I'm sure – I'm just curious to see where he ends up or if he gets re-signed with the Astros. 
Cole you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I hope I would hope so. I mean, he's a top end arm. Mm-hmm. We'll see. All right. Yeah. At number 10, round out the top 10, Eugenio Suarez with the Reds. Uh, he's been batting third in that lineup right before Puig, and those two have been playing well lately. Yeah. Seems like the Reds overall haven't been playing all that bad. Um, Eugenio Suarez is stellar. Um, had him last year after his he got hurt early on in the season. Mm-hmm. And he turned up to be just rock solid for me. And I was able to get some assets after I, after I sold last year um, for him. But, I mean, he's got 28 home runs on the year right now with just just south of 70 RBI. So solid numbers there. But um, he's, he's a cornerstone there at third base for him. Yeah, he actually played. I remember when he played for the Tigers. I always, I always mention this, but the Tigers had a lot of really good players at one time and could not do anything with that. It just frustrates me because he had so many good players. Yeah, but Eugenio Suarez wasn't at, wasn't during that time. It wasn't. I think he wasn't. He didn't. He just get called up or something and played or no? Uh, that was on like the tail end when people were leaving already. Oh, okay. I was just making sure. I mean, he was one of those guys that was. I mean, he was in that system, but um, he wasn't there when they were successful. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's the top 10. I just want to mention the number 11 guy is a catcher, Travis DeArnaud. He's actually been playing first base and catching for the Rays. He's been playing every day. So there might be a lot of value right there from here on out. Yeah, he had that three-homer game against the Yankees, I believe. And then ever since then, he's just continued to do well and drive in almost two RBIs or get, get two RBIs almost every day. So he has been stellar over the past week. And uh, but that's just our random catcher of the week. So we'll see who's next. <laughs> yeah, we'll see who's next. All right, so we'll take a short break here, and we'll be back with the rest of the show. Welcome back to the show. So we're gonna get right into the top ads of the week. And at number one here, we got the Van Meter hitting tape measure shots out in Cincinnati, and only fourteen percent owned. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he is, uh, what do you got, three home runs this past week, and he has second, third base, and outfield eligibility. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his uh, everyday playing time looks like moving forward. I don't know what, what injuries do you got. I know that we have to start providing more facts. So what injury, is there any injuries going on? Uh, no, the Reds are just kind of all over the place. Derek Dietrich has been sitting a lot more recently and Senzel was injured. So that was a reason why they called Van Meter up. Okay. But okay. Senzel's back healthy now. So I don't know how that's going to impact Van Meter's playing time. Okay. But for the time being, it looks like he is good to go. Yeah. Van Meter. Yeah. Keep him plugged in. Uh, for now, but if you are in, if you're in a weekly uh, league where you set your lineup once a week, I don't know if I would just throw him in there yet. Just to look look at the – the Reds play seven games this week, so they have a full slate. But just look to make sure nothing crazy is going on. And you'll see after the trade deadline if they move anybody. Like yeah. if they trade yeah. uh, Scooter, Jeanette, or Puig or something, Van Meter's probably every everyday player. Got you. Yep. Yeah, and then at number two, we got Will Smith, not the relief pitcher in San Francisco, but – 
the catcher in San- in uh, Los Angeles, would you roster him? <laughs> Catchers, uh, maybe. Yeah, Barnes isn't playing, so he got demoted. Yeah, so uh, he's opened it wide up, and he's got. Um, I don't know. I pretty. I feel like he'd be playing quite a bit, right? He hit- yeah, well, the, the mixture that they plan on doing is kind of how I make my drinks. It's a three-to-one. So he's going to play every three days, and then Russell Martin's going to play the fourth day, and that's how they're going to do it. Russ the bus, Martin. <laughs> yeah, I like Will Smith over Russell Martin, obviously, but uh, I guess the catchers, man, if they're hot, they're hot. So just go ahead and stream them. Do your thing. I'm yeah, going was... to go without a catcher against you next week. Nice. That, that gives me a couple more at-bats, I guess. Good or bad. Mostly bad because catchers suck, but yeah. Yeah, I was actually listening to, I believe it was Tristan's show, and the guy they had on there, I don't remember his name, but he fills in if, like, Kyle or Tristan are gone. And AJ Mass. Like, yeah, and he's just like, you stream, just stream catchers all year. Stream who's hot. Like that's, yeah. I mean, It's like streaming pitchers almost. You just stream catchers instead. Yeah, I, it's one game I don't want to be a part of, but I might have to dabble as the season progresses. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the three to one mixture, do you like how I make my drinks? Or are they a little too toasty on your on your taste? <laughs> They're terrible. <laughs> it's uh, three quarters of Sailor Jerry and little douse of ginger ale, and there we go. You can't. Eat, yeah, there's not even a ginger. Like, <laughs> I I don't know. There's not even ginger ale in there. <laughs> it's just straight whiskey all the way to the top. Yeah. All right. And at number three, we got Nick Anderson, not the former basketball player for the Orlando Magic, but the relief pitcher for the Miami Marlins. Would you pick him up? Nope, because the Marlins don't win games. And if the Marlins don't win games, the closer doesn't get saves. But, uh, I mean, yeah. Not even in deep leagues? I mean, maybe. <laughs> but is his is his job solidified? Is he has Mattingly uh, designated him as the closer? Yeah, uh, yeah. They said he's going to be the closer. I oh. mean, but that's I mean, how much competition does he have in Miami? True. It, it, I mean, it, it's expected for him to be the closer. They still have, do they still have Bearclaw? Uh no. He actually Bearclaw. I actually just heard Bearclaw plays for uh, the Nationals. I just wanted to say. I just wanted to say his name. Yeah, and then uh, Yarlin Garcia could be in line for saves as well. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll. I would wait a week. Well, I don't know if I'd wait a week because then if Nick Anderson is closing, everyone's going to hate us for telling them to wait a week. But it's all your. It's your call, like you said. The Marlins suck. Stay your discretion. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go to our start, sit, drop of the week. And I know Andy in our league is going to love this. Who are you starting this week? Uh, we are starting Jose Ramirez, not just me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe Ram, yeah. Get him in. Like, he's good now. I think he's good to play at all costs, and you don't even have to worry about a thing. Yeah, he's just stealing bags. I, yeah. start, I want to buy low on guys. I need to start doing that. Yeah, it can bite you, though, because I tried to buy low on Matt Carpenter, and I traded away Rafael Devers, and look how that went. <laughs> <laughs> Rafael Devers ranked fifth in uh, fantasy baseball, and Matt Carpenter is 900th, and he hasn't played in three weeks. 
there's times in your life when you've asked for my advice and I've told you and you just continue to do the opposite. That was one of those times. <laughs> Dude, but he threw in little Jose Quintana too, the Q. You know, wow. I have to rush for the Q. Yeah. And I don't know why, because he didn't mean nothing today. Like, I, <laughs> I, like, he had a hard time giving him up. And I'm like, it's not like he's, he's overrated. Uh, well, he, I mean, he was one of the most reliable pitchers starting two years ago for the previous five years. He was like a uh, guaranteed 200 innings, almost 200 strikeouts, and a 3 5 ERA. Yeah. But he's just not that, not that world no more. It's not the world we're living in in 2019. Nope. It's he, just, uh, pitchers are all over. He hasn't touched 200 innings since 2016. Oh, I really? I, I Googled that. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't touched it since 2016? Nope. Jeez. So. Yeah. Um, Who is yeah. Uh, we are sitting... Bo Bichette, because he's getting the call with the Sogard trade. And I think he is worth some looks in all fantasy formats because of his speed potential. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he, he doesn't really hit for too much power, but he's going to – do you know who I, he reminds me of, my comp for him? Because we always like to do comps. Do you know who he reminds me of? Nope. Andrew Benintendi. Yeah. Yep. He has the low power. He has a steel potential. He's a, he gets on base at hits for average and he's going to score a ton of runs. Okay. Is that good? He had a nine. He had a nine. Yeah. No, that's a good one. He has a 900 OPS, uh, batted 290. I like this in, in 59 games, he swiped 16 bags, but uh, yeah, I, that team, I'm surprised they're calling him up. So now they're just real young. Like Kavan Biggio, him, Vlad Jr. Yeah, they brought, they brought them all up, and now Stroman's gone. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We will see. I know, and uh, he's like you said, he's from Orlando, Florida. Yeah, born in '98. Man, God, <laughs> ain't that ain't that crazy? Yeah. God, I'm, we're getting old. Yes, yes, we are. Ah. Uh, in dynasty leagues, it looks like I'm looking here now. Boba Shett's more 55 to 60 percent on, which really surprises me. Actually, I thought he'd be like the 80s and the 90s. Mm. So, and then I think he's 15. No, what 15 percent on in Yahoo? 18, yeah, 18 percent. Basically, right there. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just because his power's not. He doesn't have massive power upside. Maybe. Yeah. All right, and who are we dropping this week? Uh, we are dropping Jamison Tyone because he has been shut down, and it looks like that's going to be for the remainder of the season. Um, so he was doing some tossing and considered some rehab assignments. I don't even think it got to that point, and uh, then he got shut down. So I think he's done for the year, and he was my second-round pick, which would have been a sixth-round pick in a standard fantasy draft. But since we keep four players, um, so yeah, that's that's disappointing. But uh, I mean, it is what it is. I haven't had him all year, so it is what it is. So yeah, honestly, I think he was like yeah, like the fourth through sixth round draft pick in just like regular redraft leagues. Which I mean, yeah, that's tough. But it's probably tougher for the guys that drafted Jose Ramirez in the top ten and sold them 
after he didn't do nothing, and now the person I sold him to is reaping benefits. Yeah. That's kind of like a guy, too, we haven't really talked about, obviously, but um, since our last show, Blake Snell, done for the year. Yeah. Yep. We have well, I guess he – I don't know. Is he done for the year? Because I know he has like – weeks. He has those loose bodies in his elbow, much like Avaldi did, but Avaldi's uh, by no means doing any good right now. And it took him since, what, early – he was shut down since late April. And he yeah. just came back this past week. So that's probably the similar timetable that Blake Snell should, would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is probably the similar time. But I just noticed here in our league is we have a guy by the name of Joe Parrish, I believe is his last name. Yeah. And he rolls with relief pitchers to get saves and holds and – all you have to do is get 30 innings pitched for minimum innings pitched in our league. And I saw that Bobby, the guy that's playing him, decided to start Trevor Bauer and Chris Sale today. And there go all his numbers. <laughs> did Wait, you see what? that? Why did he start him? I have no idea, but Chris Sale is currently getting rocked by the New York Yankees. And Trevor Bauer, if everyone watched the game today or saw highlights, he decided to throw the ball, not to home plate, but the opposite way out to center field for frustration issues. He's yeah. crazy. He's he's another word of crazy, I'd like to say, but I won't say it on here. <laughs> what? what uh, yeah, we should probably not say that. This is a family-friendly episode. <laughs> There's so many kids that listen to our podcast, I bet. A lot of five-year-olds, you know, we got to keep it clean. Five-year-olds? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, well, yeah. I mean, he has his reasons, I guess, though. I guess, uh, Well, I don't know. I really have no idea. I'm trying to look at their matchup, but he still won 7-3, so I can't really talk. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to have a little uh, trade special where we think guys might end up. But I know we were talking before the show, and like you said, it's a complete toss-up. Like Marcus Stroman went to the New York Mets. I did not see that coming. I don't think anyone saw that coming. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. But, again, like I don't know what's going to happen. I can't predict what this deadline is going to unfold. Um, and that's kind of why I was just like, yeah, we can talk about it, but I would say most guys at like, as far as risks, like jobs, security, and like affecting the fantasy world afterwards, it would be more on like the closer end, right? It wouldn't be, I mean, I guess if a pitcher got traded to the Rockies, that would obviously be significantly impactful, but, uh, the Rockies aren't really doing anything special right now. So that could be buyers. So I don't really know what kind of names you'd toss around at this point in time. Um, I, I think a guy – or I think what's – well, there's another trade that actually went down a couple hours ago that I think is going to be huge, and that is Hunter Wood and Christian Arroyo to the Indians from the Tampa Bay Rays. Mm. And it's not really Christian Arroyo. I mean, Christian Arroyo used to be a top – I think a top ten prospect like four years ago with the San Francisco Giants. And – Hunter Woods actually had a really good year with the Rays. He has ERA it was like the two point nine, so that's a really good guy that the Cleveland added in their bullpen. And then Christian Arroyo probably will get option to Triple A, and then if they get any injuries in the infield, will get called up. Hmm. So I thought that was a kind of an interesting little deal. Yeah, yeah. But one thing we do know for a fact: in two thousand nineteen, the Minnesota Twins got the trade deadline started by getting Sergio Romo. I just hope they're not done trading. I hope not too. I mean, usually that's what the twins do is they do something like this and then they completely stop. 
Yeah, I just want, like, for all the Twins fans that listen, um, like, the prospects and, like, not wanting to sell them and all this, that, and the other thing, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, what what prospects have actually panned out for us and been, like, consistent all-stars and staples, yeah. cornerstones yeah. in our in our lineup? None. Like, just, think about it. Just been devastating. Yep, Francisco Lariano comes to mind. He had that one good year and just completely just lost it. Yeah, we've talked about him before, though. But, like, guys like Ben Revere, what'd he do? Nothing. Yeah. Um, Matt, Matt Garza we got rid of. Delman Young we got from the Rays, but he was already nothing. But he was um, something. Aaron Hicks we got rid of, and now he's doing well. Yep. Uh, Parmalee was a, a outfield prospect, played first base. He never panned out. Um, there's just – and like like well, Sano's got it going right now. He's hot, uh, so that's cool. But um, he's been just a headache. Otherwise, so maybe he's figuring it out. We don't have to trade him. Otherwise, we uh, every other Twins fan wanted to trade him. So um, yeah. Byron Buxton batting ninth in the order. He shouldn't be batting ninth. Well, yeah, like pitching I don't know. Pro- pitching prospects. Jose Barrios is probably the only one. Yeah, that's actually been been decent. All the other ones have been disappointments. So when you look at our farm system, yes, we have pro- we have promise, but promise is geared T S H I T. So um, we got to figure it out, make moves. I don't. I continue to cheer for this team, right? But I, it's like you don't like we don't spend money like we should. We never have. We probably never will. But it just. Ugh. We're gonna All be. What? Yeah. What are you gonna say? Limbo. We're like Inception. We're just going to sit in limbo while like the Yankees and all these big market teams get whoever they want. We're just going to have the, we're just going to provide the AL Central on a platter to the Cleveland Indians and watch them take it from us and not like the playoffs. They're, uh, they're selling, they're advertising, the Twins are advertising a playoff push package for Twins tickets right now. And I was like, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be quite the push. (laughs) So. We'll see what happens. Pretty soon here. Yeah. Um, who's our – oh, wait. We already covered the start tip draft. Oh, that's good, right? Yep. Uh, did I go over my scrubby two starts for the week? No, we didn't do the two starts. But I want to mention one more thing. I think mm-hmm. Starling Marte or Yasiel Puig end up being an Indian before the trade deadline's over. Yeah. I thought of that. I was looking at, I was looking at numbers and looking at uh, good – Trades and matchups and stuff. I think I, I think Starling Marte is going to be a Cleveland Indian. God, think of him in that lineup. He just well, he'd probably play what right center field, just chilling. Yeah, that'd be God. great. God, I would love to, I'd just love to see that. It'd be so cool. <laughs> you'd be, I think you're being sarcastic. If I can uh, tell. Yeah, you got that one. Yeah, that'd be something. Lindorley, Knopf, Marte, two. Uh, Santana three, Jose Ramirez four. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yep, getting excited about the wrong team, pal. Let's go on. <laughs> All right, two start of the week. What's your number one? I know who my number one is. My number one of the week, due to his minimal owner or, uh, ownership in the Yahoo formats, is Ronaldo Lopez of the Chicago White Sox because on Tuesday he faces the New York Mets. And on Sunday, he is against the Philadelphia Phillies. His fastball velocity has increased two miles an hour. 
over the course of the past three starts, and all three starts have been stellar. So moving forward, Adam, if you can. Yeah, I think his curveball is working good as well. So you think get him going and plug him in? He's going deep in, deeper into games. He obviously had a real shaky uh, start to the season, but he's got things figured out as of late, and that is a reason why I would invest due to, again, the scarcity in starting pitching. Yeah. So that's, that's my uh, plan of action if I had the opportunity to strike. Pick them up. Yeah, that'd oh. be my plan. Roll them. God, I like when the tw- I watched the Twins this weekend in Chicago. Chicago has a terrible uh, batting lineup, batting order. It is Yo, bad. Yo, Mancada. Yo, Mancada. Yeah, he's about he's about the only one that's worth a darn in that lineup. But it's I'm, just like I'm probably gonna keep him, man. He's 22 years old still. Yeah, he's- he was a top prospect. He actually yeah. started to turn out. Yeah. No, but all they have in that lineup is a, like a bunch of five ten guys. They have a bunch of five ten switch hitters that don't hit for power, can't steal bags, have a s- below two fifty batting average. It's like, what are they doing? What are they doing in Chicago? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing in fantasy either. So <laughs> <laughs> we have the real we have the real uh, real job trying to win us a couple leagues here. <laughs> I can't imagine doing more leagues next year. Oh, my God. My girlfriend is going to just be devastated. Yeah, well, our league is extremely active. If you get in a dynasty league, I don't think it should be quite this crazy. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, other two starts. What do you got? You had, I heard you had a name. Let's hear it. Hey, the Brad Keller. Wow. I, I'm gonna, I could say a, like a thing, but I'm not going to. But he's finally starting to see the ball. Uh huh. Andrew Benatendi went yard. You see that? I'm sure he did. Oh, he just did now. Yeah. Dude, he's coming to life. A two-run shot. Yeah, I just got him. I just traded him away for Matt Chapman. What do you think of that deal? Uh I just know you liked Matt Chapman a lot. Yeah, I compared. I I kind of just I kind of just gave up on Andrew Benatendi. But it is early to do that, and I mean, he, when he's hot, he's real nice to have. He's obviously got a bright future. Supposed to do well career-wise, solid pedigree. Um, yeah, I guess we'll have to see what happens. But as of right now, it looks like you are on the right side of that train. Yeah, I hope for the rest of the year as well, because I'm about to be in like ninth or tenth place in a 12-team league, and my playoff hopes are dying. Yeah, but, the I mean, two through what? Two through ten are pretty it's pretty tight. Yeah. If you can get, like, a 12-0 win one week, ooh, that would be nice. Yep, and I hope to God it doesn't happen against me next week. <laughs> get you right back down in the – Yeah, just, just join, the, join in, all, in all the fun. <laughs> Yeah, that first round by might be just fading away. Yeah, geez, right before my eyes. Yeah, I got <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm gonna use all my fab money tonight. Drop like five guys and surprise you. But again, like free agency is so dry too. Oh yeah, it's just there's so many guys that are not performing, and then there's God pitching this year is just so bad. It's just I think the starter ERA is above four. It's just ugly. All these opener clo- opener deals, it's just ugh. 
Hashtag juiced balls. Yeah. Yeah, like I wonder if they still let people go in those factories where they make the balls or if they block those areas off now or something. Yeah, you probably get blindfolded through that portion. Yeah, <laughs> and here's where you make the balls, as you can hear, but <laughs> can't look. All right, what do we got next? Uh, do you have any more two starters that you want to roll? Oh, man, with? this week was just rough to even talk about as far as two starts. I know there's obviously the must starts, no brainer starts, but those aren't even fun to bring up because there's doesn't take. I mean, there's no risk involved. So Tanner Roark, uh, twenty five, only twenty five percent owned in Yahoo format Tuesday at the, against the Pirates, and on Sunday he's at Atlanta. Uh, doesn't. Ne- it's quality starts, but he does provide you uh, five innings. Of solid baseball, um, his K nine's a bit up this year too, right? Just just south of nine, so that's uh, solid there. Uh, another guy, just I mean, his ownership percentage is higher, but that's because it was much much higher early on in the year, and that's Jake Odorizzi. So he is currently still available in seventy eight percent of leagues. I still think that is over owned in fantasy, but at this point in time, like right now. Um, with this matchups this upcoming week, he's uh, at on Tuesday he's at Miami, and then on Sunday he's against Kansas City. I'll be at that game. But um, so those are some favorable matchups for a guy that shouldn't be owned in seventy eight percent of leagues. Um, yeah, the next couple. I mean, a guy that's th- only three percent owned, Jaime Jaime Berea, uh what? of the Anaheim oh. Angels, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. <laughs> Uh, Monday Tigers, Sunday at Cleveland, Eesh. and then a whole. I got a one percenter for you, Drew Smiley. Tuesday, San San Fran, Sunday Chicago White Sox. Ooh. So, those are my uh, deep league two start dimes of the week. So take it for what you wish. Uh, sink or swim. Yeah, with Drew Smiley, it's either next week he's going to come out twenty five plus percent owned. Or he's going to be zero percent owned. <laughs> Got the yeah, I, because I mean, San Fran's also hot right now too, right? Yeah. So I mean, that's not really a favorable start. And then the White Sox, you never really know. Um, I mean, they kind of beat up on the Twins. Not, not really beat up, but I mean, they took. Yeah, but still, like they shouldn't even want to yeah, game. That's true. Their team is bad. I mean, Dylan, yeah, we're just he didn't smack. get out of a, he didn't even get get out today. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, there it is. That's all I got for the two stars. Yeah, I know. Uh, we in, Earlier in the year, we always recommended pitchers against the Cleveland Indians, but that is changing around real quick. Yep. Um, I don't think any of those matchups – oh, yeah, I had one. Jaime Berea, but he was the only one against the Cleveland Indians. But, yeah, uh, as far as I was looking at some – hitter matchups and Colorado's in town in Coors all week. So there are some matchups there for you. I'm keeping McMahon as my first baseman due to that fact. Uh, But then they have the Dodgers Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off Thursday, and then they host the Giants. Oh, that'll be fun. Giants for some reason, like own them this year. They yeah. own the Rockies. But those are but those are I mean all three of those lineups, Rockies, Dodgers, Giants. They're in Colorado. T up. Yeah. 
uh, other other lineups that I was going to mention, I mean, there weren't many to talk about this week, uh, but I always kind of look for the full slate of guys, seven, seven games, ideally. Left-handed batters on the Blue Jays, Kansas City, and Baltimore. So they are at Kaufman and at Camden Yards. So you're saying left-handed bat for Toronto? Yeah, Kavan Biggio, for sure. Nice. I mean, he's been pretty ice cold right now, but he had a combo meal, I think, yesterday, Mm -hmm. home run and steal. So he's a guy I've liked before, but then again, like he's just been so cold as of late. Um, Bo Bichette bats on the right side, but I mean, again, like he's, they play seven games. So you may not even, maybe you'll start Bo Bichette this week. Yeah, that's, I mean, if, I'd say if if you're in a daily lineup, pick him up, see what happens the first couple games, and if he's doing good, throw him in there. Yeah. Otherwise, the Phillies are off on Monday, but aside from that, they play San Fran and the White Sox all in Philly. Yeah. So, I like Kingery there. Yeah. Uh, I know Reese Hoskins had a home run today, finally. He's been kind of a bum. God, I mean, I feel like he's been sitting at the low 20s for home runs all year. I feel like when I got him, he was at 20 home runs. Now he's at like 25, and I got him three months ago. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're being a little dramatic. I don't know if it's been three months since you've had It's been since Altuve first went on the disabled list the first mm-hmm. time, so it's been, a little, it's been a little chunk of change. And Altuve is just hot as ever, <laughs> much like everybody else on his roster that I placed – yeah, that's week. incredible. It's been a while since I've seen somebody go that crazy. Yeah, I haven't. I think I hit 22 home runs. My team hit 22 home runs in a week, and uh, this week a guy in in a six or seven day span hit uh, 20. So. Yep, 20 home runs, 52 RBIs, and batted 346. Don't uh, don't not or you shouldn't. Ooh, did you hear that? That lightning. Yeah. Oh man, that was loud. My. Yeah, my little pup Buxton just got scurred. <laughs> <laughs> is he just like he run over to you, or is he looking out the window, or what? No, he's he just he was already close to me, but he just got a little closer. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but the power went out for a brief like before it dropped. That was interesting. I felt it. It's cool. <laughs> but we're all good here. We're all good here. It's just loud. It was loud one. Yeah, it's okay, buddy. It's okay, buddy. His eyes are bugging. <laughs> <laughs> he's good all right what else we got um i don't got too much more i know adam duvall got called up for to replace nick Markakis in atlanta and he actually hit a home run his first game back i remember him with the reds he had like a 38 home run year so i mean that might be a little pop if you need it this week maybe but have you heard uh, heard the news about yasmani tomas yeah, he, he got called up, too, with the Diamondbacks, didn't he? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I don't have the facts. Can you confirm or deny that? Yeah, I believe he got called up, but I, when you said, have you heard about Tomas, I was like, dang, is that another drug thing? Because I feel like he's been oh. busted for drugs all the time. <laughs> yeah. People just want to have fun. Uh, I'm just waiting for Marte or somebody like that to get busted again just because they're doing so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tomas is called up, but he hasn't started yet. He's had two at bats, nothing. He hasn't even started though, so it's kind of a he's one percent on. I won't even waste my time. Yeah, 
Uh, one thing I was going to mention. What? Carlos Correa's back. Mm. He had a grand slam. Pretty exciting. Yeah, finally. I mean, he's been on the DL, I feel like, all year. Literally. Man lives Man lives on the shelf. Yep. Pitchers, Alex Wood came back today. Four innings. I think he's our, I think he's 45% owned in Yahoo formats. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's another guy that the Twins had but traded away and he's been doing pretty good actually with the Tigers. Nick Nico Goodrum. Mm. Yeah, he'd be a nice little util with the Twins if we still had him. Yeah, I don't know. The bats aren't really the concern, though, for the Twins. Yeah, it's a pitching. Even though I wouldn't mind a little starling Marte Parte on the Minnesota Twins, but where would you even put a guy like that? Yeah. One thing I was going to mention, too, I know the Yankees have just like this outstanding, just miraculous bullpen, but the Twins touched that up quite a bit. Yeah, they exposed them. Yeah, so for all those that just think they're untouchable, I mean, they got racked. They they gave up a lot of runs. Yeah, that that was a crazy. That was probably the best series of the year so far. Yeah, a lot of runs scored. Definitely some entertainment in Minneapolis. I'm just excited that the Twins are coming to town, and I plan on going to the game Friday night, even though it's just the most entertaining matchup against the Royals. But uh, Friday and Sunday, I think I'll be at Target Field if the weather – is good. Yeah, the way it sounds though right now, it's a little wet out there. A little splish splash. A little... <laughs> well yeah, if you heard the if you heard the lightning. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering what that was. I was like, oh goodness. Yeah. So well yeah. Nothing crazy though. Here's a fun fact. The entire pitching rotation for the Texas Rangers is owned in our league. Which that is insane. Yeah, again, pitching is weird this year. And just to mention, too, as much as – because fantasy football is going here, so I know a lot of you are going to start playing football. But don't forget it's getting to be fantasy baseball playoff time pretty soon here. Yeah, there's – I mean, it's kind of crazy how, like, I get so tuned out with football. Like, I don't even think about it until, like, it's, like, the last minute and, like, it's time to draft or something. I don't really – I mean, there's only so much you can look into, you know, in the offseason. Yeah, you already know who the top five picks are going to be, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like today, so I did this uh, for the Hilton. We had this, like, little tent at the uh, training camp for the Minnesota yeah. Vikings. That facility, though, in Egan is just amazing. Side note, like, given I hate the Vikings. But, like, I that, that place is impressive. Super nice. So, um but we, we, I was just chatting with the guy that I work with. And the fact that, like, I couldn't even think of the starting running back um, for, like, the guy from Florida State. as Delvin Cook, yes. But, like, it, yeah. took me, it took me a while. Like, I was, like, I'm totally out of the loop. It takes me a while to get rain back in after a baseball season. Yeah, because baseball is so long, 162. Well, there's just so many players, too, that you just learn about throughout the year. Like, man. Yeah. And yeah, then you, just, I agree. you just wait till football starts, and then there you go. Yep. Throw you into the weeds, and you end up winning a championship because there's only so – I mean, half of it's luck, and the rest is just waiver wire. Yeah. I think football – yeah, football's not as challenging. No. But, but some people think it's like the end-all, be-all. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, who knows? I think it's all I got for today's show. Uh, yeah, what else you got? Uh, that's it. I mean, we again, we just want to always build our listenership up. We actually had a record week this past week, which was cool to see. But we want to just let make sure everyone keeps listening. And if you want to give us feedback, what are you doing? What am I doing? Yeah. Nothing. What are you doing? Dude, it's like scratchy. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Nothing. Just pet my dog. Yeah, just like, okay. <laughs> Uh, we record through an app called Anchor. It's one of our ads as well. So that sometimes that's why the audio isn't 100%. But if we were together, it'd be pretty cool because I already have all the podcasts and equipment. But this is the best way to do it through an app. You think it's pretty good? Yeah. I don't really want to talk negatively on a- on behalf of Anchor, so you got to stay positive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it cuts out sometimes, but that's that. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you guys enjoy the show, let your friends know. And we talk we talk about fantasy baseball, and we're going to start two new leagues next year too, so we still have open spots available if you want to get in them. They're going to be dynasty leagues. One's Roto, one's head-to-head. Should be fun. Fantasy baseball is a fun sport. It makes you love baseball more, I feel like. When you go to a game, you get to watch your players you own, and that's honestly like a huge thrill for some reason. For sure. I know for you especially. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't agree more. I get real aggressive and make loud trades. Yeah. Yeah, Sunday fun day. Yeah, that's the way I live. All right. Yeah, that should be everything. Uh, again, we're on all social media platforms. If you want to give us a follow, and if you want to give us feedback, let us know. All right. You ready? Yep. Take it easy, folks. Good luck. Have a good night. <laughs>